0: Welcome to Front Office Pros. We are heading into the semifinals of your fantasy football playoffs. So Joe and I are here to help you out to identify some boom players that you're going to want to have in your lineups. hike.
1: My first pick for a player to boom this week, Steve, is going to be quarterback Justin Fields. Um, he's got a great matchup this week against the Arizona Cardinals. They rank 26th against quarterbacks. And I just like uh, the fact that Justin Fields has been you know, throwing it better of late. He also, you know, gets you a great rushing floor. I expect him to get a decent amount of rushing yards as well in this game. But, um, you know, six out of the last 10 games that he's played, he's had at least 200 and plus yards passing. So couple that with his runs, I think he's in for a boom game this week against the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Here's the other thing about him. Bears are still competing for a playoff spot, believe it or not. And I was a little surprised he threw 40 times which is not, I think, characteristic of him. He doesn't usually have that high amount of pass attempts. So if he even has nearly that amount, plus the running, he should be doing pretty good. I like the pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, to to your point, I mean, the last three games that he's played, he's had 37 attempts, 33 and 40. So, I mean, they definitely are throwing a a lot more and got a great matchup.
0: That's definitely an uptick for him.
1: So my boom player is going to be wide receiver D.K.
0: Metcalf going at the Tennessee Titans. D.K. Metcalf is going up against one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL, Joe. And we just saw Noah Brown go off with Case Keenum as the quarterback. Uh, Tennessee has allowed the 25th most amount of points to wide receivers this season. Over the past month, only three players have scored four touchdowns. That's Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, and D.K. Metcalf. I think the hot streak
1: continues. Yeah, I like the call-out. I mean, uh, Geno Smith is back at quarterback as well for this one. Um, He's had a really juicy matchup, and, you know, DK's been a kind of up-and-down player this year, but he really made some great catches in that last game against the Eagles and expect that to continue into the matchup against the Titans. But my next boom player, I'm going to go with wide receiver Chris Olave. Um, Coming back from injury this week, I like his matchup against the Los Angeles Rams this week you know, this week. um, Actually, it's a Thursday night game, so be prepared for that. Um, But the Rams have allowed a combined 412 receiving yards and five touchdowns to wide receivers in their last two games because there was a time where you kind of wanted to avoid the Rams' defense, and they weren't really giving it up in the, you know, passing game. So that is uh, why you got to, as we say, look back to the last two or three weeks and really get a sense of, how defenses are doing as things change. But Chris Olave um, is on, on a streak right now where he at least has reached a hundred yards receiving plus or gotten in the end zone. And I expect that to continue in this one.
0: I think this is a good call out by you because when you're in the semifinals, you don't want to risk it and then lose. You know, are you, you going to be aggressive? Are you going to be conservative? Chris Olave, you know, hasn't been healthy. So, we've already heard reports that he is going to play in the game, and I like him. And I don't know this number off the top of my head, but I have to imagine his target share percentage is going to be super high because there's nobody else to throw to in that offense. Everybody's injured. So, I mean, obviously, Derek Carr does like to dump it off to Alvin Kamara. He does that a lot. He's captain checkdown, as you and I like to call him, but I like to play at Chris Olave. I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, for a while there was disappointing, you know, with uh, Carr just not willing to uh, kind of trust him, and they weren't on the same page for a while. But that has definitely changed recently. Over the last three games, you mentioned target share. He's had 10, 11, and 11 targets over the last three games, so that's really changed. And for once, the New Orleans Saints offense, you know, you mentioned they were injured, but they're going to be relatively healthy in this one. Jawan Johnson's back. Uh, Rashid Shaheed you know, it was back last week as well. So he's going to continue to play this week. So they got the compliments and, you know, expect the lobby to do well.
0: Yeah. On top of my head, that's probably above maybe 20, 25% target share percentage. I don't know off the top of my head, but that that's what I'm kind of thinking. So my next boom play, and I got to tell you, Joe, I feel extremely confident about this play, which is tight end Hunter Henry at the Denver Broncos, your Denver Broncos, Joe, Hunter Henry's been on a most recent tear, and I gotta say it's been pretty impressive. I know, I think the last what was it, a few weeks ago, I mentioned you to start Hunter Henry, and you're like Hunter Henry. what do you think, Hunter Henry? Well, over <laughs> the past two weeks, Henry's been the tight end for each week, scoring over 19 fantasy points, which for the tight end position, Joe, as we know, uh, that that's fantastic because that position it's. It's painful for them to be able to score points. Uh, Now he plays your Denver Broncos, Joe. And I've been talking about, I feel like most of the year here, Denver has allowed the most amount of points, the tight end position this season. Alex Singleton, you know, is a great linebacker, getting tackles. uh, But that linebacking core, they have a real tough time uh, in coverage. I know Jaquan McMillan has been really, really good. Uh, I know he does, he plays the nickel and slot. Uh, but it still seemed to not change what's going on in the tight end position. So I like Hunter Henry a lot this week. I would dial him up.
1: Yeah. I liked your Henry, Hunter Henry call out. If you didn't do it, I would have, um, you know, I actually just picked up Hunter Henry in a league that I'm still in the playoffs and going to play him against my Broncos because just saw Sam LaPorta last week actually torched them for three touchdowns. Not saying Hunter Henry's going to do that, but Bailey Zappi. I mean, this guy is targeting Hunter Henry a lot and, He really looks to him in the key moments on third downs. Um, Hunter Henry's been pivotal in the first down area and even in the red zone. I mean, he had two touchdowns in that game against the Chiefs last week.
0: So are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not going to want to miss what we have in store.
1: But for my next boom player, I'm going to go with uh, running back Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's coming off of a you know down game last week against um, against the Saints. You know nine carries, 14 yards, and two targets of 23 yards. You know for whatever reason, Giants offense as a whole just couldn't get going against the Saints. Tough place to play. They got a good defense, but at one point the Eagles were you know a tough run defense and a team to avoid. But the Eagles are 23rd against running backs over their last three games, so just another you know, moment to keep track of these things over the last, you know, few weeks as things change throughout the season, you know, really got to stay up on that and stay flexible. And I think uh, Barkley's going to have a rebound game. Yeah. And I think this is an
0: opportunity where a division rival can capitalize on a team that's just on a downward spiral for whatever reason right now, the Eagles are in a complete funk you even heard Jalen Hurts half the game just saying that. I forgot exactly what he said. It was something along the lines of, we don't have heart or something like that. Uh, you know, kind, kind of in a way, you know, a shot towards his teammates. I don't don't think he meant it like that. I think things can be misconstrued in the media. It's just probably frustration bubbling over. But, you know, when it comes to Saquon Barkley, it's a risky play because, you know, he has that offensive line is in shambles. Can you really trust and rely on him? So I, I don't know, Joe. I'm a, I don't know if I trust it, to be honest with you. I don't know. He might do okay, but
1: uh, I don't know. I don't I – it's a little risky for my blood. Definitely is risky, but I think just – I mean, he's still the main guy in that offense. He's going to get the opportunities. And, you know, we just saw Kenneth Walker have a really good game uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles too, you know, on, in that Monday night game. And if Kenneth Walker do it, I'm sure Saquon can do it.
0: So the next guy I'm going to talk about is a running back. And I'm going to tell you that you should play him over Saquon Barkley. And that's running back Chuba Hubbard going up against the Green Bay Packers. I know I'm I'm recommending a Carolina Panther here. Uh, But over the past (laughs) month, Chuba Hubbard is second in the most amount of rushing attempts uh, for running backs. Over the past three games alone, he's averaged roughly 23 carries a game. Right now, the Panthers' offense is honestly just running right through Hubbard, and he has a fantastic matchup against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers have allowed the 25th most amount of fantasy points to the running back this season. I think that Chuba Hubbard is going to get the volume. The question will be, does he get in the end zone? If he gets in the end zone, he does really well. Wouldn't be surprised if he possibly even gets two.
1: Two? The the Panthers' offense is going to score two touchdowns? <laughs> Maybe, uh, man, you talk about me. Does Saquon Barkley is risky? You're recommending a Carolina Panther player. That's risky business, in my book.
0: All right, for those who are watching, we're doing a poll. Who would you <laughs> rather start, Saquon Barkley or Chuba Hubbard? Put it in the comments below. We want to hear your thoughts. Are you on Team Steve or Team Joe?
1: Uh, I like it, Steve. I like it, but um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he does have a good matchup against the against the Packers. You know, Rashad White just had a good game against them last week. If there's ever a week for, you know, Hubbard to impress, it could very well be against this Packers defense. But for my last boom player, I'm going to stay in the flames here with tight end David Njoku and Joku Blacko. <laughs> I and see what absolutely. you did there. <laughs> What's that? Is that
0: because Njoku burned his face? Is that why you said you stay with the flames? <laughs> that is not why
1: i said but i mean that is quite fitting i was not intending that how poetic but, of you joe yeah, that, that that is pretty poetic i, I guess uh, you give me a little too much credit i'm quite not that quite that clever but i'm mainly staying in the flames of this guy cuz i mean in a ppr league he's the last two weeks he scored 27 points and 26 points and he's had 22 targets over his last two games And he gets the Houston Texans defense, who's 29th against tight ends right now. And, you know, Joe Flacco just continues to look to his way. He's also got three touchdowns over his last two games. So i like him to definitely find the end zone and still be a big part of this Cleveland Browns offense. Since
0: Joe Flacco has become the quarterback, it's amazing the emergence of David Njoku. It just goes to show that we can't – this is my – tangent here okay i feel like you can't like rule off a player because njoku was a guy that was like uh he's up and down he's consistent he's not all that good the browns give him a huge contract and then the right quarterback comes along and all of a sudden he's just a you know a world beater you know what i mean like he's an absolute game wrecker so it's just one of those things that sometimes it just isn't the right fit you know and uh you know, who knows when Deshaun Watson comes back next year, what it will mean for him. But right now, I, I'm with you. I mean, the connection that Joe Flacco and him are, are having right now is unreal.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it never denied David Njoku's talent. I always questioned why in the world the Cleveland Browns didn't use this guy more and just get him involved. Apparently, it was just strictly quarterback play. I mean, we saw even he you know, get a bump when DTR took over compared to Deshaun Watson. And now it's just even more. So, I mean, you got uh, Joe Flacco back to the you know pocket passer, and he's just running Joku wide open these days.
0: Yeah, you've been saying that for a long time. And I think it does help with Nick Chubb being out for the year. If Nick Chubb was still there, they might not be having Flacco throw it as much. I mean, who knows? The whole season would be different, right, if Nick Chubb was still yeah. still around. But the vision is history. But I think, yeah, I, I'm with you. I like the call. It. I would ride the hot hand. I'm saying it a little differently than you.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that might might be the safer route if uh, people are going to spin it the way you did.
0: (laughs) So my last boom player is going to be, well, actually, I'm going to do a little tease here. The semifinals of the playoffs does not have great matchups for, for the top quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson's playing the 49ers. Brock Purdy is playing the Baltimore Ravens. Tua is going up against the Cowboys. And then Mahomes... Jalen hurts and Josh Allen have been sort of in a funk these past two weeks. They haven't been all that good. So, you know, I, now I do like Allen and his matchup against the chargers. I'm not talking about him, but it, it, it begs the question, who do you start? It's, it's a really risky aspect as a quarterback. I mean, depending on your settings and the amount of scoring, the points that they have, it, it's a big deal. So, I can't believe I'm saying this, Joe, but give me some Baker Mayfield. Didn't think I'd ever say that, especially from last year. We ridiculed him so much. I guess he came back with a vengeance. Shout out to Pete. I was wrong, Pete. I admit it now. Baker Mayfield <laughs> can cook. He got. He must have given him a uh, a uh, a cooking recipe book over the off season, and uh, he's been doing pretty good. And,
1: yeah, the Bucks got the right recipes for him, I guess.
0: Yeah, and, and, that, and with Todd Bowles as the head coach, I mean, who would have thought? But nevertheless. You know, Baker Mayfield had a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field last week. Um, and he has the Bucs riding high right now, huge momentum for them. Now he plays the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have given up the 30th most amount of points to quarterback. So it's a juicy matchup. And, you know, when it comes to this matchup, I think it could be a shootout, Joe. We don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. If Trevor Lawrence plays, because the Tampa Bay pass defense, we know they're one of the most susceptible as well. So I think this is going to be an absolute shootout. Both teams are vying for the playoffs. This is going to be a, a heavyweight fight. And if Lawrence doesn't play, which I do think that's possible, that concussion injury, it might be even better for Baker. It means more opportunities at offense, don't have much trust, and I think it would probably be C.J. Beathard at this point. So uh, I
1: like Baker a lot. I I would start him with confidence. Yeah. In my semifinal, Steve, I am playing him with confidence. I just picked him up as well. Uh, You know, obviously I had C.J. Stroud, who's, uh, you know, dealing with his concussion issues now. I was riding him for a while and needed a pivot at quarterback. I was, you know, riding Jake Browning there for a while. You know, he's got the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Didn't really love it. So, Pivoted once again and gonna go with Baker Mayfield. I like the call. Yeah,
0: Steelers on paper as a decent matchup, but then it's Browning. And do the Steelers defense show up? I don't blame you. That's risky business. That's the thing.
1: I mean, uh, we saw Jake Browning's first start was against the Steelers, and I mean, it was his first start. I don't think the Bengals had everything figured out, but didn't have the greatest game against the Steelers. And I feel like at any given point, you know, it's in Pittsburgh as well. They and just kind of turn it on and it could make things tough no jamar chase either
0: i was gonna say without chase too on top of that yeah well, hopefully this advice that we offer you today helps you punch your ticket to your super bowl next week or the finals we'll be back next week to go through our boom players for where it all matters joe in week 17 thank you so much for watching and until next time